Hi, this is Jean-Jacques Taylor, and you're listening to Jot Talk. This is a podcast where I talk about the Cowboys, the team I've covered as a beat writer, columnist, TV insider, and radio host for 28 years. I'll also talk about the NFL and the things I love, working out, streaming, food, and all things Dallas. My boy, Big Joe and the Big Rig, one of my oldest friends, produces the show and occasionally chimes in with his thoughts on the Cowboys. After all, he's a lifelong Cowboys fan, and he played high school, college, and semi-pro football. Welcome to Jock Talk, where sports is fluid. What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight. No chaser. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome to episode 21 of Jock Talk. It's a bonus episode, and you know why? Because your Texas Rangers, that's right, yours, not mine, but yours. Your Texas Rangers, American League champs, going to the World Series after they put an 11-4 beat down on the Houston Astros, and uh, me and Big Joe and the Big Rig decided that uh, with such big news going on tonight, Game 7, that we needed to provide a bonus episode. So oh, yeah. you guys got up in the morning, uh, you would be able to marinate on the Rangers' big win. Uh, before we get started, though, y'all know what the deal is. This happened to me the other day. Almost happened to me the other day. Let me correct that. But uh, if you're involved in an accident and it's not your fault, what you got to do, matter of fact, you should plug this in your phone, real talk, so that you have it when you need it and you don't have to go look for it, is pick up the phone and call my friends at Greening Law, 972-934-8900. Here's all you got to do. Tell them your situation because the consultation is free. Tell them your situation. And if they bring you on as a client, I am telling you it's your lucky day. Because whenever you get involved in something like this and you got to deal with fight somebody else's insurance company, it is a pain in the butt. We all know this. All right. It's a long, tedious, drawn out process. Well, Greening Law makes that process as easy as possible. They kind of hold your hand through it. They tell you when to walk, when to hold tight, when to turn left, when to turn right. Now, understand that consultation is free. Doesn't cost you anything. Just pick up the phone and tell them your situation. But if they bring you on as a client, the other reason it's your lucky day, and I'm just here to tell you that it is, is because they take all the guesswork out of it. They answer questions that you didn't even know were supposed to be asked. You need doctor's appointments to help you set that up. You need to go see specialists to help you set that up. All they want you to do is focus on rest and renewal and get your body right. Really, that's what they want you to focus on. Okay? So, 972-934-8900. And here's the cool thing. I think it is, at least. They don't get paid unless you get paid. Did you hear that? They don't collect a nickel, a dime, a quarter unless you get paid. I mean, it's a win-win. Um, so if you're involved in an accident, it doesn't matter where you are. If you're not at home, you're at a business, grocery store, apartment complex, it doesn't matter. Give them a call. And as I like to tell you all all the time, you ain't got to take my word for it. Go check out the website, greeninglaw.com. Look at what people are saying about Green Team. Look what they're saying about Robert Greening. Look at it for yourself and then ask yourself, do you want these people representing me? The answer is probably yes. Now, I got to tell you, man, your Texas Rangers did that thing tonight. Um, they, yeah, you know, I had this, 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 I just couldn't get over this, dog. Let me ask you, uh, and, and you know, don't, don't feel bashful, don't feel shy. You know, I had to remind Big Joe that sometimes. Do you think the people in Houston will give the Rangers permission to celebrate now? Oh, man, whatever, man. <laughs> you know what? They need to stop stop with that mess. You know, we we celebrate championship. We should we we can celebrate however we want to celebrate. You know, uh, yeah. They need to get over themselves with that. 
just thought it was, I mean, I thought it, this is just me, okay? I thought it was the dumbest thing ever. The haughty, uh, arrogant approach that the, uh, that the Astros took to, uh, we have a champagne toast. Well, you know what? You can have a champagne toast because you get to the American League Championship Series every year. It's yeah. not a big deal for you. Yeah. You can celebrate championships. You know, that's like somebody, I mean, I don't even want to go there. But for them to sit there and act like a franchise has lost 100 games two or three times in the last five or six years, they should somehow feel bad about celebrating a uh, a trip to the playoffs. I mean, dude, that wasn't even on their radar this year until, uh, you know, the season got close and they're like, you know, maybe we can finish this thing out. So uh, congratulations to the Rangers. Huge win for them. Uh, epic performance for them. And... Uh, let me tell you something. They got a great chance to win a championship. They'll probably be favored. Uh, they're going to have home uh, field advantage. Um, I'm pretty sure they won. Well, let me double check. I don't have to be pretty sure. But uh, I, was, I, I thought that they had more, uh, more wins than the, uh, than the Phillies. I know they had more than the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Phillies won ninety games, so they got the same record as the Phillies. But is, uh, is home field is home field really a home, is home field really an advantage for them? Yeah, um, I think that uh, what happened is the Rangers, and this happens from time to time. Uh, the Rangers had a terrific home record. They were like, if I'm not mistaken, they were like fifty-one and thirty at home. Yeah. It's just that the Astros had their number. Oh, okay. And so. Um, it, you know, and you know the Astros were were not that good at home, and the Rangers uh, proved that by taking the last two game of the series. Um, you know, the Rangers won tonight, man, and this is this is what I love about sports, man. You got a game seven; it's a winner take all. Uh, you need your best guys to show up, and if we're honest about this thing, man, I mean, if we're really honest about it. They really beat the Astros the last three games. Yes, I know that they lost game uh, five. But they had positioned themselves to win that game and just kind of a weird set of circumstances helped them lose that game. But they controlled that game and lost it at the end. Well, they hammered the Astros in game six. And they used that momentum from game six. uh, And they just just took it to them um, in game seven. There's a couple of tenuous moments, but again, and what did we talk about, man? We said you don't want to be chasing the game. Right. Uh, that's what happened to them in games um, three and four in Texas. They were chasing it. Um, and they were kind of chasing it in game five until uh, Adolis Garcia hit the big homer uh, that gave them the, the 4-2 lead. They were chasing that game. So, but in, in Houston, they weren't chasing, man. They were setting the tone. And, I mean, this ain't breaking news. <laughs> we say it all the time, man. Normally we say it in the football's vibe, but what's that? Big time players make big time plays in big games. That's what they do. Oh yeah. Uh, some cats got a knack for it, uh, but you know, to me, it's one of the things I love about sports. It's who can embrace the moment. Who's like, you know what? Because sometimes, you know, and this is just for everybody. Sometimes dudes are scared of the moment. Yeah, like I don't want to fail. I can't, ha- you know. It's not that I can't handle it, but I don't want to fail. They press because they try so hard. 
And then there's other guys who like, oh, base is loaded too out? Oh my God, I hope, I, I hope it's my turn to bat. And uh, you always hope that that's the dude that you are. Well, you know, I saw it yesterday. Corey Seager had a very slow start to the series. But somewhere around his third at bat yesterday, he started hitting rockets. Now, they was right at people, so he was lining out. But in baseball, it's all about how are you hitting the ball? How are you seeing the ball? And he had started to see that thing. And he was cracking it. So he got up today, man. And what did we talk about? Your best players got to show up. I remember, I'm, I'm taking a quick exit, right? I remember way, whenever it was, I, I don't feel like looking it up because it's late. And, you know, me and, me and uh, Big Joe kind of tired of these after dark uh, uh, podcasts. Oh, I ain't tired of it. It's, it's a labor of love, though. Yeah, okay, maybe that's a better way to yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying, because my brain stopped functioning around 8 o'clock most yeah, of the time. Yeah, sometimes But like that. Uh, what I'm saying is, I think it was 1991 where Kirby Puckett basically told the twins in the clubhouse before the game, Hey, man, I'm finna go out here and do my thing. Y'all come ride with me. And uh, I think he hit a homer, snatched one back over the fence, and they won something like one nothing or something like that. Yep. Uh, but I always remember that he basically told his teammates before the game, hey, dog, I got this. Don't even worry about it. Don't sweat it. I got this. And then he went out and did his thing. Um, I got the same feeling from Corey Seager today. Uh, when he shows up second batter, matter of fact, I wasn't even watching the game yet. I had, I was doing something trying to get this stuff done before the game. And so I said, oh, the game's on. Uh, I'll go catch it real right quick. I turn it on, and it's one nothing. I'm like, what the hell happened? And I go back and look at And Seager, not only has he homered on a 1-0 pitch, he didn't went upper deck. Yeah. And what that did was that sent the message like, hey, fellas, <laughs> number one, <laughs> come ride with your boy. Number two, Astro. Y'all got a problem today. We don't care. Um, and uh, you know it was it was uh, it was I mean it was an incredible start for them, and uh, it, it started with Seager leading the way, and that's why they paid that man three hundred twenty million dollars over ten years. That's why they did it. They paid that man for moments like this. Um, he had already won a World Series with the Dodgers. I think he was the MVP. Um, these moments don't bother him. And what did he do today? Set the tone, showed up, relaxed everybody right away. And I bet when you read the quotes in the paper tomorrow or online or however you consume your news, you'll see some quotes from some players saying, when Seager hit that homer, it relaxed everybody. And we were like, okay, let's just go play baseball. Yeah, um, it so, relaxed the hell out of Garcia. Dog. Oh. If, did you see that um, first bomb he hit? He thought it was gone. He's standing at the plate, though. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and um, I mean, you know, I don't mind pimping the homer. And I, I like that as much as the next guy. But you got to make sure that thing is out because yeah. what happened is uh, Carter walked and then he stole second. I'm like, oh, snap. And then Garcia thought he had homer, but he hit it off the top of the wall. So he just got the first. Yeah, and I was like, "Dog," and because I'm I'm already in the game now, and I'm like, "Dude, you're supposed to be at second, so that if somebody else get a hit, you score, and it's three nothing. Yeah. So you the mess. I mean, you cool. I ain't mad at you, but I'm mad at you. But you cool. Um, and then what that fool do, man? He stole second. And yes, I was like, did. you know what? You all right then? 
You are right. You done made yeah. up for it. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Jonah Himes singled him in, and uh, it was 3 nothing, man. And Dusty Baker was like, duh, I got to come get Christian uh, Javier, or this game is going to be over before we get out the first. Um, so it was 3 nothing Rangers. Uh, the only bad thing is they had runners on second and third uh, with two out. And uh, they had a runner on third with less than two outs. And uh, I think Young struck out. And then uh, somebody struck out. And then, uh, you know, they, they couldn't – They uh, Haim stole second, so you had second and third. And if you got one more hit to make it 5 nothing, you might have been able to steal their heart in the first inning. Uh, instead, it's 3 nothing. They got out of it. And your boy started at the bottom of the first, man, smacked that thing off the wall. I thought he was going to take it out. And I was like, and uh, Altuve scores on a on a base hit. Man, he's so pesky. Like, he's so pesky, man. He don't give up. I don't know, man. Is pesky the right word when you hit bombs like that? Well, I'm just saying you want him to go away. Nah, it ain't pesky. It's it's it's, it's yeah, hell yeah, it's pesky. It's like why don't you go away? And let us go and whoop your ass so we get this over with. But he ain't, you know, he gonna keep hitting bombs and scoring. And it's pesky when he hit one and ain't nobody else hitting nothing. Okay, I got you. Um, so Scherzer, uh, and I was interested to see how Scherzer was going to pitch today. He was, he was better than he was a couple uh, in game three. He wasn't great, but he was better. Um, and he wiggled out of that first inning jam. So they still up 3-1. And, uh, and it's all good. So, uh, you know, it's 4-2 in the third, man. Uh, and then because, uh, you know, it was, it was interesting – how the game was going because I thought it was odd when uh, when Bochy went to go get Scherzer because it's 4-2 in the third he's giving up a homer to Bregman and I mean it wasn't ideal but Bregman hits homers off a lot of people and then your big boy Alvarez it tripled but there was one out but he got the second out and I'm like I thought he was going to leave him in there to get the third out but then he brought in uh, Jordan Montgomery and I was like oh snap because this was the day Jordan Montgomery was supposed to throw on the side. So he had a certain number of pitches in his arm because that's what he's going to do ordinarily. So you might as well do it in a game. And then uh, afterward, Jordan Montgomery said he went to Bochy uh, during the day and said, yo, I'm here if you need me. Um, and so Bochy got him, and he got uh, he got out of the jam, man, um, first and third. Because if they score, they would make it 4-3. You know, it's just more tenuous, more stressful. Instead, he gets out of the inning and still 4-2. And then he shut the Astros down for the next couple of innings. And that allowed the Rangers to separate and really take over. And then, man, you know, I don't, I don't know if we talked about this. I think we did. This was a couple of weeks ago. Somebody was – some baseball analyst was describing the Rangers' offense. And they were like, they, they play baseball like it's basketball because they can go on a run and they can score four or five runs like bam, 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 bam. And all of a sudden, you look up, and they done broke the game over open with a five- or six-run inning. And that, that was very interesting to me because I had never heard an analogy like that comparing any baseball team to a basketball run. But what they did in the next inning um, is almost just like that because uh, Josh Young singled, Simeon walked, and then Singer, Seager, all he'd been doing was hitting rockets he ripped that thing to first base, and uh, it ricocheted off the first baseman. Um, 
and uh, that loads the bases. Bases are loaded, none out. Okay, here's when you have a chance to separate. Here's when you got a chance to seize control of the game, kind of steal their heart. And Evan Carter is at the plate. Now, he's actually a good dude to have at the plate right then because he don't panic. He stays in the moment. That dude ripped a 1-0 pitch to right. It's 6-2. Garcia follows with a hard-hit single to left. It's 8-2. And that's, the game is basically over at that point. Basically over at that point. Um, and then it was just a matter of uh, can you just make them put the ball in play, don't give them any free passes, and uh, just see if you can extend the lead when you get a chance because by that time you had taken a heart. And in baseball, I don't know if you know this, uh, so I'm going to drop this on you. You can tell when a team, because you saw it at the end of the game, you can tell when a team is defeated when their heart's been taken. Uh, the great Jerry Fraley baseball writer taught me this years ago. And uh, it's because they'll start swinging early in the count. You know, you'll see some innings where there's like seven pitches because the guys are just up there hacking. They're not working the pitcher. They're not working the count. They're just up there swinging, free swinging. And uh, the Astros kind of started doing that. Uh, Montgomery got him to the six. Spores came in, shut him down. Uh, Chapman did his usual, man, made it interesting. Uh, I don't I, He's nowhere in my tree of trust right now. And then LeClerc came in. He made it interesting. But uh, the Rangers overall pull it out. It's a big 11-4 win. And I still want to know. I need an answer, Houstonians. Is it okay for the Rangers to celebrate tonight? I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep messing with folks about that, man. Because gotcha. uh, <laughs> that, that's what make the rivalry so good, though. You know, that's what make the win so good. That's what make. I mean, it's a good thing you going in the World Series, but just just the rivalry stuff make it even better. You know. Oh yeah, um, and you know it's a it's a real rivalry now. Uh, because actually what happened is for a long time the Rangers kicked that Houston's butt back, you know, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 when they were really good, the Rangers. And then um, when the Astros got good, they've been kicking the Rangers' butt. Well, now they're both good at the same time. And so I'm not going to say this is going to be Yankees-Red Sox, but this is going to be good for the next two or three years because the Rangers are coming. Remember, and I keep telling y'all, Next year was supposed to be that the year that the Rangers made a move. Not this year. Next year was supposed to be the year that they made a move. So they're a year ahead of schedule. Um, they should feel really good about themselves. Their future is bright. You got a great farm system. Uh, they got young talent on the team. Uh, their owner. And this is important because I had this debate on Twitter the other day with a cat, man. This is important that their owner spent a ton of money in the last two years. A ton of money. Now, it ain't my money, so I don't care. But he spent a ton. Remember, he spent half a billion. That's a billion with a B on getting Simeon and Seager here two years ago. And then don't forget, he spent on Jacob DeGrom last year. He went and got spent to make sure they got Scherzer at the trade deadline. He been, Ray Davis has been spending money. And what I'm saying is um, they got some free agents coming up. They got some guys they need to take care of. And then they got the Jordan Montgomery question. 
like in a league where starting pitching is so hard to find, why would you let Jordan Montgomery go? Now, he's a free agent, but he just went 3-0 and in the ALCS. I think he started 12 games for the Rangers uh, since they acquired him at the trade deadline. He's gone six innings in every one of those. You know, I'm sorry, in all but one of those. Uh, if you look at his career ERA and his career numbers, he doesn't have a lot of wins, but his career performances are all very good. ERA has been under four, under you know around three and a half most years. And so uh, what I'm saying is he's a really good, solid pitcher. You've seen him perform in the postseason. Why would you let that cat get away? He was on a one-year, $10 million deal. He's going to want probably three for 60 or four for 80 or whatever. He's 30 years old, I think. But again, I don't know why you let him get away. Uh, Martin Perez is going off the books. That was $19 million. Maybe he can take his slot through some years. Uh, but my whole point of this conversation, dog, is that this guy was like, well, the owner's not going to spend any money on him because he spent money the last two years. And you know what I told that dude, bro? I'm like, why are you pocket watching a billionaire? And, well, teams just don't do that. I go, I don't care about other teams. Just because they don't do it doesn't mean that uh, Ray Davis won't do it. He ain't had a taste of winning right now. He might be like, shoot, this tastes good. This feels good. I want some more of this. Uh, I can't take it with me. So I might as well spend it on this ball club. I don't know. Uh, but those are uh, those are the kind of fun things you can dive into uh, when the Texas Rangers are winning, competing for championships. And I think it's something that they're going to do for the next few years. Uh, what's the lasting impression you had from this game? Don't mess with the Rangers. When you, when, <laughs> when you, when you, when them guys is down and out and everybody's, you know how many text messages I got from people saying the Rangers suck? Man, I'm the most casual Ranger fan, but it's just almost like almost a cowboy deal where they just thought Rangers suck, Rangers are terrible. After they lost Friday, oh, everybody was going crazy. My cousin from Oakland, from Oakland, was going crazy. Rangers suck, blah, 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 blah. All right, then. Count them out if you want to. But they're going to get to the other, you know, the, the back end of the, the front end of that damn rotation, which was what? Uvalde and Montgomery. I thought, yeah. man, they get to that because everybody else is kind of garbage. But they can get back over to that. It's all good. You know? oh, yeah, I mean, that was that was the whole thing. And that's, uh, you know, that's uh, – it seems odd that you, that you that those two guys alone could help you get there, but that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, kind of, kind of. Uh, what I like about the resurgence of the Rangers is my baseball IQ is kind of coming back. You know, when they suck, I get away from the game, and I right. don't. You know, I don't really. You know, I don't really, like I said the other day when they go dormant, I don't really watch them, and then my baseball IQ kind of went down and. You know, it ain't high that high anyway, but it kind of comes back when you see people doing stuff and what you're not supposed to do and what you do. And I'm going, okay, it's just a, it's just a great thing. The championship game, that's my I guess my impression should be is that the championship, the Rangers in the championship, is a great resurgence, resurgence of baseball, and it's getting somebody, some casual, casual ass fan like me to invest in the Rangers again. Because you know, you got people that's, I know people that's real Ranger fans that's at the ballpark. They post about it. They talk about it. I haven't been that loyal to them, but they bringing me back, though, and I like that. 
No, I love the uh, joy that which Garcia played. And uh, he was phenomenal today. I mean, yeah. when you look at the fact, I mean, and the way he flipped the switch, like he was swinging from his ass his first four at-bats yeah. in uh, game six. And then he got control of the situation and yanked that thing out for the grand slam that broke open the game, that broke open game six. Then today, he was just on one, man. That first one almost he hit, he almost hit that one out. Uh, you know, then he came back in the next at bat and he hit the one. I mean, he had the single for the two run RBI and then he hit one out to right field. That's when you know he locked in. Hit that thing out to right field uh, on a line, uh, went with the pitch, yanked it out. And then did you notice the subtle cupping of the ear? Where the booze now? I can't hear y'all. Oh, yeah. Oh, Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, uh, I love it. I love, he plays with a certain joy that I appreciate. Uh, this is what I used to love this about uh, Brett Favre. Brett Favre always looked like he was having fun playing football when he was with the Packers. Um, Ken Griffey Jr. always looked like he was having fun when he was with the Mariners. Uh, some cats always look like they're having fun playing this game. And I, I derived the most pleasure from watching those guys play. So uh, Garcia is very fun to watch play because it always feels like he's having such a good time out there, even if he's frustrated or whatever. So I think he got three hits tonight. Um, he got the two homers. And the last one was just the icing on the cake. It's like, yeah, y'all take this with you. And, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. And then my go ahead. No, I was just, I just, it's just one of the things where baseball is crazy because then the announcers sit there and go, okay, this team, it kind of reminded me of Big Poppy where this team didn't want him and this team gave up on him and then the Rangers was going to give up on him and now he's knocking the cover off the ball. That's the beauty of baseball, you know. Yeah, I need to, I've read it, but I need to fig- figure out what his story is. And why he was unsuccessful with the Cardinals, and what he did to uh, to change the circumstance. You know, did he have a different? Uh, did he come in with a different attitude? Did he come in with a different batting stance? There's something hey, that man, changed his career. Sometimes the circumstances change you. Sometimes you realize, hey, this is it. No, no, that's what I meant when I yeah. said, did oh, you come yeah. in with a different attitude? Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. Uh, you know, so I'm, I'm interested. I, I would imagine. When you have a uh, when you have twenty RBI going into the World Series, second all time, that somebody at the Dallas Morning News is going to do a deep dive on Garcia and tell us what changed his career around. Right, right. Uh, and I'll be looking forward to reading that because uh, you know the Rangers are a team that hadn't gotten a lot of national attention, so nobody really knows their story or the stories of the guys who comprise their team. Um, so we'll see a lot uh, on the Rangers over the next few days and learn a lot about them that we didn't know. And I got to tell you, uh, I'll be out there for all, as long as I'm in town, not uh, not out of town on another business trip. Uh, I'll be out there for all four of those Rangers games uh, if they if they need four to, uh, to play in uh, Arlington. Now, you know, the other interesting thing was if the Phillies play, you can go, you're going to get the World Series with the Phillies and the Rangers while the Cowboys are playing the Eagles in a couple of weeks. And that, too, seems to me to be kind of cool. Um, can't say enough about Jordan Montgomery. 
Can't say enough about Evan Carter. Can't say enough about Araldus Garcia. Uh, Nathan, a, Nathan Evaldi. Well, I was really talking about tonight. Oh, but yeah, uh, overall, but Evaldi. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was terrific in Game Six, and they don't they don't get here if he doesn't if he doesn't uh, do his thing. Yeah. Um, I'm encouraged by them because Scherzer pitched better today. Third time out, he should be better. Fourth time out, he should be even better. Um, you know, so they they've got a chance to win a championship, man, and uh, that's cool. Nobody saw it coming. It's the beauty of sports. It doesn't really get much better than that. Yeah. Sure. Right. Sure. Well, we, t- we told y'all this is going to be a quick one tonight. Uh, so, uh, for uh, Big Joe and the Big Red, and our friends over there, Greening Law, uh, until we chat again, y'all be blessed. <laughs>